Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. KFI AM 640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I feel like I, I got these weird flashbacks. I look up at the TV for a second and Stormy Daniels is flashing all over the place. It's like, mm. ah. Yeah. You see her, her uh, merchandise is uh, selling hot because yes. she's back in the news. People are buying her uh, films and uh, whatever else she sells or or I don't know how she makes a living now, but anyway. um, I, I she does a lot of personal appearances. Oh, okay. Was she the one that was a dancer for a while in strip clubs, or? Uh, well, she was a porn actress. Oh no, I'm thinking of Octo Mom. Was it Octo Mom? Yeah, no, no. She she had apparently some some hit porn movies. She did. Oh, how, how do you measure a hit? Or, that's or you uh, win like an award at oh, that they, porn they, they, video. Yeah, well, they have sales. You know, they they sell stuff online and. It's supposed to be a three-day strike, but everything appears to be orchestrated. The union behind the strike at the LA Unified School District is SEIU 99, and they represent the workers behind the scenes, cafeteria workers, 30,000 of them, uh, bus drivers, custodians. They're not really even coming to the bargaining table, and the way we're hearing it, it's like, well, it's our demands have to be all accepted mm. for nothing. And they want a 30% raise. But, of course, they're screaming this is about respect, not about money. I didn't get that one. But. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> uh, we get, you have our respect. Can you know we go what? back to school now? Because everybody is shouting at them, what do you expect if you're a custodial worker or a cafeteria worker? How much money do you expect? Well, well it's not about the money. Good, good. We'll take, we'll take out that, uh, that offer then. No raise. And uh, we'll just uh, hold a parade for you, a respect parade. So the teachers have walked out in sympathy. That's why there's completely no school. 
We're going to talk now to a woman we, I think we've had on this show before, Rebecca Friedrichs, is a 28-year public school teacher. She uh, did not like funding state and national teachers' unions because was not appreciative of their politics, their tactics. So eventually her case, Friedrichs versus the California Teachers Association, which was uh, out to free teachers from forcing being forced to join unions, made it to the U.S. Supreme Court in 2016. And, of course, it helped end forced unionization for teachers and all government employees. And we're going to bring her on here to get her take on this whole controversy at LA Unified. Hey, Rebecca, how are you? They're spot on about uh, what they're doing here. This has nothing to do with teachers. This has nothing to do with children. It has everything to do with giving the unions more power and everything they want to control this country, to control our schools. And these people are just diabolical. Well, you've seen it from the inside, and you fought all the way to the Supreme Court, and you won. So you would know better than anybody what goes on here. I, I, I mean, a lot of parents are really frustrated uh, is there any conscience left with these teachers? I mean, they already, you know, sat out for almost a year and a half, and now they're adding another three days and all this mayhem. I mean, they've got no care at all for the kids or the parents. Mm-hmm. Well, this is this is what's troubling. It's the UTLA, United Teachers Los Angeles, who claim to represent the teachers. They're the ones that are heartless. They use teachers and children as pawns in their political game. A lot of teachers, I have been communicating with over a thousand of them who are 100% against this, uh, this strike. And some who have crossed the picket line today, of course, they don't get any attention in you know, the mainstream media. So um, there's a lot of teachers who don't agree with this, but they are trapped in a corrupt system that's run by these unions, and they really don't have a voice. As far as the teachers who get out there and you know, picket with them, a lot of them are manipulated. They're believing lies. Uh, the unions always use the natural empathies of teachers. Oh, don't you feel sorry for this person who's only making minimum wage and can't pay their bills or whatever. And so a lot of these teachers jump on board because they're manipulated. And then there's the group of teachers who are union activists who are just nasty people and really don't care about anybody else. So it's more complicated than the way they uh, display themselves. Um, but there's a lot of teachers there that disagree with what's going on. I just think they need to band together, <laughs> have their own union to make it clear they're not going to put up with this anymore because this is terrible for the kids. Yeah, they're absolutely banding together. The problem is that the unions have been able to use our legislative and judicial system to get to make everything, uh, give them power over everything. So the unions have monopoly bar- bargaining power. So even if you band together, you're not allowed to bargain for yourself, not allowed to go in and tell your boss, hey, this is what we want. The unions have the control. So really the only way we fix our schools and indeed our country is make these government unions illegal. If we could kick them out of our schools and get parents back in the driver's seat and good teachers uh, supporting parents and, and you know, our, our good communities can run the schools. That's the way our American founders set up our schools originally. They were never set up to be public schools run by a bunch of special interest groups. So if we could get the unions out and their special interest group pals, we could fix this whole nightmare. And boy, do I hope we can do that. My husband and I run a little nonprofit called For Kids and Country. That's all we do all day long is try to help people understand the truth about unions and work to make them illegal again. It's kind of cruel the way they take advantage of poor families who can't move to the suburbs, can't afford private or parochial school, can't homeschool. Uh, I mean, there there really is no other choice, and and they're trapped in LAUSD, and LAUSD has this 
horrible, horrible success rate teaching basics yeah. like math and, and reading. Yeah. I mean, their yeah. lives go by. The kids' lives go by, and, and they graduate, and they're illiterate, and they can't count. Yeah. And absolutely. This is why I say they're diabolical. And if you go back further in their history, the union's were very much a part of removing phonics instruction from America's schools. And we didn't used to have a lot of people who were functionally illiterate. Now we have millions who are functionally illiterate. Never, nobody ever heard of dyslexia before until the unions helped to remove phonics from our schools. Now you have all this dyslexia. So they've brought in Common Core. They've removed all our great education. They've brought in a bunch of nonsense, including this social justice warrior, you know, turning our kids into a bunch of, uh, you know, Hitler's youth. And um, it's 100 percent these unions. And not only that, they had a backroom deal with the CDC to keep L.A. Unified Schools closed, keep the kids masked. And there's a whole bunch of employees in LAUSD who were fired because they didn't want to get an experimental shot. And these unions never defended them. So these unions aren't who they claim to be. They aren't there defending teachers or representing anybody but themselves and their own wicked political agenda. And I'm really glad that parents are getting set up with this. And I hope that parents and good teachers will stand up together have again you and seen, fight these. Yeah, since that Supreme Court decision, have you seen major inroads, particularly when it comes to teachers getting out of the California Teachers Association. What's what's the follow-up on all that? Yeah, there's a lot of follow-up. There's a lot of us doing work to get people out. And I have to say that the biggest gift to people like us who wanted to get people out of the unions was the whole COVID nonsense. Uh, it opened people's eyes to what's going on in the classroom. And so um, the numbers aren't as high as we wish they would be. When our case, when the, when the case went forward and when the case won, about 10% of teachers immediately were out of the union. Um, and now I think it's somewhere between 15 and 20. So it's not anywhere close to what it needs to be. But I can tell you there are teachers today in LA Unified opting out of the union, not paying those dues because they're so fed up. So the more these unions are you know nasty and do all the denying our children in education i think the more people will wake up and hopefully more people like y'all will talk about it and parents will <laughs> wait, awaken these teachers why are they nasty because i remember usually teachers at least at the beginning when they're young are really uh, idealists you know they they, they tended yeah. to have a big heart and they wanted to help uh, the kids the little kids especially at the beginning when did everybody get so sour and angry and vindictive what happened Mm -hmm. So most of the teachers I know still are what, exactly what you described. They love the kids that do anything to help the kids. The problem is they're trapped in a corrupt system and their voices have been silenced. So good teachers like myself, the unions don't speak for us. They don't go out and tell everybody that we exist and, and that we don't like them. So the union voice has taken over the voice of the teacher. So you're not really hearing the voice of the teacher. You're hearing the voice of a very radical, far less political um, monster, uh, which calls itself a union, and they call itself a teacher union because you know they were able to get people to like them because they were teachers. But what's happened is they've called they've caused America to hate teachers. And one of the things I'm always screaming about is, hey, people, please, unions are not teachers; they're two different things. And so the unions have just infiltrated the teaching profession, and that's why we need to chase them out so that great teachers can be great again. Another thing I can say is these unions have changed the um the virtues of a lot of teachers a lot of teachers when they first came in their focus was on the kids and the unions unfortunately get them focused on money and we need to stop that we need to get them out because the focus should not be on money the focus should be on educating children and doing it well and being servants and uh, working together with parents for the good of kids now, rebecca how can people find out more about kids and country and everything else that you're working on 
Uh, thanks for asking. They can come to forkidsandcountry.org. It's F-O-R, kidsandcountry.org. And they can find everything we're doing right there, including our Adopt-A-Teacher program, where people who are non-teachers grab the teachers you know and help us educate them on the truth about their unions. Because some teachers think their union is their friend and is defending them from all the evils in the world, but it's just the opposite. So they need to know the truth, and we'd appreciate your help. Thanks so all right, much. Rebecca, Rebecca Friedrichs, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. All right. She's the one with the lawsuit against the California Teachers Association with the Supreme Court about being forced to be in the union and to pay dues that the union uses for all of its social justice woke warrior nonsense, particularly bad as UTLA. Those are just Democrat socialists. I mean, every time I read a story, it's like, well, we want more housing. Housing? (laughs) Housing for teachers? No, just housing for the community. Yeah. Yeah, they're all about all this big social issues. It's like none of their business, and they're not elected by the people yeah. to be demanding these things. I remember, fifty-eight percent of these students in LA are not at uh, the reading, reading level, right. Profi- reading proficiency, right? Just just minimal, minimal reading. Fifty-eight percent and seventy-one percent are below math proficiency, and and they want to set the agenda for the world. All right, more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM six forty. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, so let's turn our attention to something else that's uh, pretty serious. And I knew this was coming. Uh, As you know, the uh, mucky, mucky mucks in Sacramento with their progressive agenda have been getting really ticked off that ballot measures get on the statewide ballot. I guess the good example is the recall of Newsom. uh, That they're now introducing legislation propelled by labor unions and we're back to labor unions again and environmental advocates and they're ticked because they think corporations with their big money are easily getting ballot measures put out there to the voters now they still have to pass <laughs> wait the, the unions have big money and they get their stuff on the ballot oh but they do absolutely with big money get on oh we, we can't have this I guess another example of that would be the Uber Lyft thing, Prop 22, right. which was going to overturn AB5. So they've got a bill, Assembly Bill 421, which is being sponsored by this Isaac Bryan. Never heard of him, Assembly member from Los Angeles. All the nuts are from L.A. too. Here, get this. and You know how we complain that uh, some ballot measures, they change the title and summary to fool us? Like not putting the word taxes mm-hmm. in there or taking out important things like reduces taxes? Well... They want to establish a government bureaucracy to oversee the signature collection. Now, wait a minute. I thought the whole idea, particularly when people are trying to collect signatures, is to maybe battle some government legislation that they don't like. We're supposed to, to maybe be- let the people speak beyond the legislature about what they As want. The people organize, the people fund, the people collect the signatures and, and verify their own signatures. And the only role for government is at the end to count and verify. That's their only way. Exactly how it should be. Anything we want to do to organize and collect signatures is our business because we're free citizens. Yep. So they want new rules to referendums and initiative campaigns. They uh, also want to mandate that at least 10% of petition signatures must be obtained by unpaid volunteers. That's a strange thing. To make it difficult. Of course. Yeah, to make to make if you have paid volunteers and you have enough money, you can get most anything on the ballot. Right. But they know unpaid volunteers. And you know what they'll do is every few years 
they'll pass an amendment and up that percentage little by little. I, I, oh, yeah, the I, government oversight thing will get bigger. Oh, yeah. No, no. You watch their incremental attacks because what starts as a minor little thing and they count on people saying, oh, it's really not such a big deal. What are you so upset about? This is why I get upset over little things because I know their plan. Those little, little tentacles are going to eventually you're going to have the whole monster sitting on your head. And, of course, they have this phony motivation they claim that well wealthy businesses and individuals they can stall and reverse state laws because they have the money to collect the signatures no and you've heard us say this on the air you and i have often said this we're looking for somebody wealthy a lot of people are behind a lot of these ballot measures that are seeking to overturn the uh, way california is moving and the direction it's moving and sometimes you need a wealthy corporation or a wealthy individual because it's expensive the mm-hmm. legislature and, can just vote and put something on the ballot. And the legislature. But the people to do it in defiance of the legislature, that's a very expensive thing to do. Yeah. No, and these these government bullies and nannies, they always have the labor unions to supply the money and the manpower to get their garbage on the ballot. I like so that this is worded. we occasionally have corporations actually uh, on our side. Basically, this article by Taryn Luna in the El Segundo Times, she's saying advocates, but... They're making the case that, well, people are trying to overturn the progressive legislature and their measures to address poverty, protect public health, and benefit the environment. Mm. Those nasty corporations and those nasty wealthy individuals. Over the years, companies that make cigarettes and manufacture plastics and operate bail bond firms <laughs> have you, launched multi-million dollar campaigns. Then you, wait, wait, plastic manufacturers are up there with cigarette makers now, huh? Well, yeah, it's just delicious. <laughs> what a sicko world. <laughs> yeah, apparently the California like, Chamber of Commerce like, has pushed back on the need for referendum reform. Well, like like progressives don't use plastic. <laughs> In fact, there was some there was some silly um writer for the New York Times who wrote a long article a few weeks ago. He tried to get through his day without using plastic. He really did. <laughs> Like he did not even like set foot on plastic. He realized as soon as he 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 put his foot down on his carpeting that there were probably plastic fibers in the carpeting. Mm. He'd already violated his pledge. I guess he didn't succeed. Well, well, it was extremely difficult. No, he didn't succeed. But he he it, it plastic it, it, is a marvel. Oh, it's one of the great inventions. It's a major innovation. Yeah, it's up there with uh, you know discovering oil uh, can can propel cars. Yeah, all the stuff that makes uh, modern life, modern life, plastics, oil. That's what I'm saying. They're trying to destroy modern life. You will not. Some people are not going to believe this till it happens. I know. But that, that's that. That's you make the case every day. You, yeah. Because you look for the little things. If we could add up. I mean, since they passed the first climate change bill in 2006. And a lot of people go, oh, what's the big deal? It's like, you're going to see. And now 17 years later, now look. Now they banned uh, gas-powered cars, right. just for starters. They, they, I, mean, I mean, look at the price of gasoline. What was it in 2006? What is it now? What was the price of uh, natural gas? I, I mean, I mean, they, they have incrementally, day by day, committed these little tiny uh, incursions until you end up with one massive atrocity. 
All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, a reminder that the Moist Line will be back in three days. So we're, we're collecting Moist Line calls. Go to the iHeartRadio app. The microphone icon is your way to leave a message for the Moist Line. Or call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. Well, this really bothers me. I remember talking about this a couple of years ago with the celebrity comedian actor Seth Rogen. And the subject was car break-ins. And it's kind of happened again with a former official in San Francisco, which we just mentioned yesterday, a CNN crew was there to do a report on crime in San Francisco and their rental car got broken into while they were out there reporting. And they had security guards who were supposed to watch it, but I guess it was over in seconds. So they couldn't move in to save the belongings of the CNN crew when uh, the car the car 
object thieves smashed into the back window and just grabbed stuff and ran. Um, there is a uh, man who was running for district attorney named John Hamasaki. He was the progressive candidate. He's a former San Francisco police commissioner. Could you imagine that? I guess he spent all his time with defund the police. Um, it sounds like he's one of those guys. This is what he wrote on Twitter about these reports of car break-ins. And San Francisco leads the country. I think I mentioned yesterday that half the people said they've been the victim of some sort of property crime, uh, especially smash and grabs. Uh, he wrote, would getting your car window broken and some stuff stolen leave you scarred forever? Is that what the suburbs do to you? Shelter you from basic city life experiences so that when they happen to you, you're broken to the core? I've had my window broken two times and I was living paycheck to paycheck. It sucked financially, but it had zero impact on my sense of public safety. I can't even imagine the world one must live in where this would be the most traumatizing incident in their life. Again, not to say it doesn't suck, but maybe city life just isn't for you. It's not the suburbs. There's crime. I'm grateful most of it is property crime instead of violent crime, but I'm always, I always feel safe in San Francisco, even after being on the wrong side of violent crime. Holy mackerel. And <sighs> Seth is, Rogen this... wrote something similar yeah. when a guy was complaining on a car break, and he's, ooh, it's, it's life in the big city, yeah. dude. Yeah, these like, are some sort of country hick. Yeah, these are jerks, what they are. Do you see how I looked up Hamasaki? What a weird-looking guy. Oh, he, no, uh, I did not look up his face. Completely bald head, oversized dark rim glasses, and a really weird pencil-thin mustache. <laughs> he looks... He You're looks, drawing conclusions. He looks disturbing to me. Sorry. Based on the sketch, based yes, on the uh, that's photograph. Right. Yeah, it's like, okay. Uh, well, a lot of people weighed in and just blasted him. He said, I didn't expect my tweet to go viral. It's been viewed 2.8 million times oh, as of yesterday afternoon. Yeah. I just wanted to push back on ne negative depictions of San Francisco. See, but, but all right, but that, that is, hurt tourism. Well, of course it should hurt tourism. Well, You'd be a crazy person to park a car with stuff in the back on a San Francisco street. He, really? If you ever want to see he, it again, don't he, do that. So out of touch he but is. You, but my point is you shouldn't have to do that. That's why this annoys me. Well, to accept life in the big city as car break-ins is, uh, you well, know what? Most, That's life in the big city. That's giving up. Right. That's it, the same thing with the homeless. Oh, yeah, guys shooting up in the park. That's life in the big city. You could write off all of this stuff to that. Yeah. Well, the, this is that tiny sliver of progressives. Notice how shocked he is that it went viral. Of course it went viral. What you thought and what you wrote down, very is few not the majority opinion. Right? <laughs> Most people think that's nuts. They think you are a crazy person. So, of course, they're forwarding the, the tweet to their friends saying, look what this San Francisco lunatic thinks. And now you're shocked that there's 2.8 million views? Of course there is. There should be uh, 280 million views. Nobody normal thinks this way. Oh, Only oh. these weirdo, politically involved, hyper-online progressives. What You're right, because he's species. obsessed. He goes, well, this is the message going out there. Look what the liberals have done. Liberals are ruining San Francisco. Yes. Uh, everyone from the right wants to believe San Francisco is a hellscape because it's supposedly a progressive city. Yeah. Everyone from Fox News to Ted Cruz likes yeah. to push forward this right. dominant narrative of San Francisco. All right. This has been, it's interesting how their responses evolve over time. They 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 claim it's a right-wing narrative. When, when... Uh, over 100,000 of their own people moved out of San Francisco, okay? <laughs> San Francisco is like 87% Democratic. And, and 100,000 Democrats moved out. And then Newsom finally said, well, 
you know, it's not just a, a right-wing talking point. You know, there really is some uh, challenges here in San Francisco that we have to address. They, they will not admit... First, they tell you it's not so bad. Then they tell you, well, it's just a right-wing talking point. And then when enough people leave and they lose enough tax money and enough businesses, it's like, well, I mean, you know, maybe there are some challenges we have to address. <laughs> you know what? Your philosophy of life is horrible, just awful for anybody who's normal. And I am so tired of, of arguing about this and debating it. You just, you know what? You do what everybody's done in San Francisco. You get out of there. You know, we used to take trips up to San Francisco just for fun. We don't anymore. So no yeah. money for your hotel, no money for your restaurants, no money for anybody. So what, what's, what, why, why should we bother? They're not alone. They have the most empty office space in the country, and they, the rents have actually come down in yeah. the city. Now, some of that was the pandemic, and people could work remotely and said, why should I pay you know, $10,000 a month to live in San Francisco when I can do this job anyway? Especially if I have to deal with all the homeless and all the criminals. Why should I work there? You know, they were willing to put up with it when San Francisco is a fun place. But it, it's, it's not fun for anybody anymore. So you're going to keep losing businesses and employees. You're going to keep losing tax revenue. Fine. It's going to get I still out. go there on occasion, but I would never go there and park my car with stuff in the back. Just, yeah. You don't do that, right? You'd learn that. And I don't see crime everywhere. I did see a car break in when I was there, and that's probably the only time in my life I've actually seen a car break in happen right in front of me, which, you know, if I only go there maybe twice a year... That's proportionally high. But I didn't walk around and see crime being committed everywhere. I'm not part uh, of the narrative that San Francisco well, is a hellscape in terms of you take two steps and someone knocks you over the uh, head for there, your there money. There are certain districts because I took, I forgot what exit I took off the 280. Oh, I haven't gone to the real, yeah, the one Ooh, where the people are on the sidewalk <laughs> yeah, shooting up. No. Or, I haven't gone there. Just like literally dozens and dozens of zombies on one city block stumbling right. between the cars, eyes glassy. They're all like bent over and emaciated. Oh, that, yeah. was, that was the scariest block. I think they have a gentle way of keeping it, because if you go to the Fisherman's Wharf area, there's some homeless people, but not as many as you might think based on, you know, the stories yeah, that come the, out. The but there areas. are other neighborhoods that I don't think people tour in that, yes, I, are obviously pretty bad. The I Tenderloin mean, District. Yeah, the Tenderloin District. We did that story where the school kids had to walk around a sidewalk full of drug addicts well, to get to their... That that uh, supervisor that we played, she was pleading for more police funding. That was her district. That was her district yeah. of Tenderloin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's some places like that. All right, we got more coming up. It is the John and Ken Show on KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on from 1 to 4 on the radio after 4 o'clock. The iHeart app for the podcast, John and Ken On Demand. You can hear the whole show over again, or for the first time, or repeatedly, or backwards. Yeah. All Maybe that. You don't remember the show, so just go back and listen to it if you have a bad short-term memory. <laughs> it's like... It's yeah, always I, a new show. It's like I asked John, remember yesterday we were talking about, huh? What? I don't, uh, another, I don't remember doing it. Why should you? Uh, more rain passing through. It's going to be th with us probably through tomorrow. A lot of tomorrow, actually. Uh, mud and debris flows, John, is back in the news. So people up in the mountain communities, and we talked earlier to Blake Trolley covering the San Bernardino mountain community story, and um, a little bit of a twist in that one. There's a burn scar from a fire that was created from those gender reveal people, which could lead to mud and debris flows if the rain gets heavy enough during the next 24 hours for people living near that. I love the term burn scar. Scorched earth. <laughs> 
burn scars. So uh, <laughs> those those people <laughs> have they suffered enough? And you're right. The 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 gender reveal people should be charged if there's damage from a from a debris yeah, flow. More civil lawsuits. A mudslide coming down the hill. Gender reveal. Uh, what what this day, story. what day did that start? Uh, I mean, oh, I just never heard of that till the last few years. You didn't hear about the woman that started it? Oh, yes, yes. I don't know what day or year it was, but she came out a couple yeah. of years ago and said, no more of this. Yeah. I regret being the first one to do right. the gender reveal nonsense and making it go viral. Yeah. Stop, because yes. now she's hearing about it, crazy it, stunts like this. It would be the online era, sure. Yeah. It's, uh, uh, I knew this story like this would come out two, three years later. Members of the Glendale City Council apparently cut in line to get COVID-19 vaccinations when they first became available. And the person that was the chief of the city's emergency medical services claims he was demoted because he protested. He has filed a lawsuit. His name is Brian Julian, who remains a battalion chief in Glendale's fire department. But he lost his position as EMS chief. And he says he got a pay cut just eight days after he complained. This will go back about two years about the cheating. Government rules, remember this? Mm-hmm. Only high-priority groups, that would be healthcare personnel, followed by essential workers like police and firefighters and bus drivers and food providers. Aren't city council people vital? No, apparently not. No, <laughs> they're not on the list. <laughs> but on December 29th of 2020, he was told by the fire chief, Silvio Lanzis, that he had to provide vaccinations to a couple of city council members and four department heads. And Julian looked into it and said, well, they're not, Technically, they're not eligible yet to get the vaccine. Yeah, they're not old enough. Mostly, it was uh, it was uh, the elderly, right? Yeah, they started with age sixty five and over, and then uh, compromised or immunocompromised situations. But I remember healthcare workers were first because allegedly, right, they were on the front lines, and same then police and fire because they go and meet the people to deal with uh, emergency issues. Six days later, he claims he was instructed to provide vaccine doses to more council members and department heads. So word got around that uh, we can get an inside track to get the vaccine. Screw yeah. the public. We're well, important. Of course. You know, we're essential city I th- council I members. Think, uh, I think uh, that's part of the oath, right? When you become a politician, you get to, on uh, any city council at the very end, screw the public, so help me God. Well, isn't that what a lot of people who take political jobs believe, that they yeah. would have the inside track if something good sure. comes down? That's exactly why you run. Including like developer corruption money, bribes. You get you get a slush fund, right? You get an office, private office fund. You get right. uh, young blonde interns. Uh, you get early vaccines. It's in right. the package of benefits. So Julian says that after he was demoted because uh, Lanzis raised his voice and got angry with him because uh, Julian said this would be unlawful. I can't give them vaccine doses. They don't qualify yet. He says he got demoted. He complained. To the good old human resources director of Glendale, but they didn't do anything, he says. So that's why he's filed a lawsuit, because he's lost pay and he lost his uh, position with the fire department. Well, he got demoted. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're being asked to break the law. Yeah. Right. I and say uh, lock him up. If he if he got caught, he'd end up having to uh, deal with the consequences. Nobody would nobody would care, right? You wouldn't see any of these, uh, these city council pigs uh, trying to help the guy out. How many political hacks you think cut the line during All those early days of the every vaccine? Because remember, that was such exciting news when it came out. It doesn't matter mostly to people now, but at the time it was. And there must have been a lot of hack politicians who were like, how can I get it first? How can I cut the line? I'm a man of influence. 
That's right. I matter and I am important. Well, that's what a lot of politicians believe because I, uh-huh. I don't get a lot of pay, but I have a lot of power and I want to use it yeah. and I want to be important. Uh-huh. Invite me to important events. I want to be with celebrities and I want to get the first vaccines. Uh, that's right. No, they're, they're a horrible group of people. Yeah, really. They're really a horrible group of people. So, of course, they felt entitled. Of course they did. Yeah. And uh, Conway is uh, coming into the studio. Hey now, hey now. A uh, lot of rain out there, man. It's crazy, uh, and and it's gonna it's gonna get worse. We have a storm front coming in right now. It's cold and it's wet and it's really windy. So uh, um, all three things are uh, uh, horrible. Now yeah. we'll we'll be on top of that. Sounds like an infant baby. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. It's yeah. an infant baby. They're like wet baby. because they urinate themselves. They're windy because they fart. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yes, a uh, little baby. And then TikTok says it has 150 million U.S. users. That's a lot, man. That's half the country. You know, I, I've the had, Chinese I, are going to take all that info. The, the yep. Chinese Communist Party infiltrated my YouTube account. No way. Because I went on YouTube, and you know how they have a, an array of suggested uh, sure. videos? At the very top, it was... Uh, it was a, a Chinese guy, and all the writing was in Chinese. And I clicked wow. it, and he was talking in Chinese at me. And then next one down was a free access uh, to download TikTok. Is that right? I'm thinking, okay, I've been hacked. Yeah. I've been hacked by the communists. Oh, I'm my still in God. shock you have a YouTube account. Yeah. Well, that's how I watch all uh, all those ancient TV shows. I'm really surprised. Oh, that's right. You send me clips Oh, that's sometimes. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny yeah. Carson, he loves to send clips of old yeah. Johnny Carson. I look up uh, Tim's dad all the time. Yeah. Like, John oh, yeah. comes in and goes, hey, I, I saw your dad on uh, on Johnny Carson. I'm like, yeah, I know. I was in the green room. <laughs> <laughs> I can one-up like you. five years older. <laughs> I, I can one-up you on all that crap. Uh, and then Orange County Hillside communities are concerned about the, the storm as well. And a close call at Burbank Airport. Plus... LAUSD. Strike, oh, strike, yeah. strike, man. Bob, yeah. Bob. It's not good. That is a beautiful no, crew, isn't it? It's terrible. <laughs> you know, it didn't work well when I went there in the uh, early 70s. I started there in 72. At least oh. you can read. <laughs> well, I think you can read. I don't know, I, man. If you can't, you're faking it. I don't it right know. <laughs> I, honest to God, it took me a long time. Most of I, these kids can't read when they come out. I know. Well, look, the reading's overrated. <laughs> Good point. Everything really that is. can be viewed and listened to. It probably is. Look, aren't the most miserable people you know the smartest people you know? Yes. Yeah. That's so, true. Yeah, so you so, do anguish over everything. Right. It's, it's hard living in a world exactly. of idiots. Smoke Ignorance little, is bliss. Smoke yes. some weed, lift your truck, and uh, you know, go to the beach. <laughs> That's life's philosophy. That's dig right. dog. All right, dig dog. Conway Smoke some weed, go to the beach. Yeah. yeah. Crozier with the news. KFI, uh, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms.
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at ZeroFoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody. Rugged, resilient, and timeless.